Hello, everybody. I'm doing a podcast with Jamie. And I'm doing one with Joshua. And, and we're, we're going to do, do Daredevil. Daredevil. I keep saying two, yeah. three Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. Two of them were drawn by Frank Miller. It's the first time he did a, uh, we, we said, it's the first time he drew um, Daredevil for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, so we're, we're kind of backtracking a little bit because we covered him in the previous one. His first work was, of course, uh, the John Carr story that we mentioned last yeah. week. I mean, all these about. all these came out in 1979. So 70, it, 78, 79 yeah, sort of period, so he's working, yeah. It's all in the gener- generally the same exact time. And we're yes. also going to cover uh, two issues from Avengers. Yeah. Uh, where they've, and it's fun because uh, since the last Avenger crossover that we've covered... This one has some more members. It does. Yeah, which we'll go. I'll go over the members once we get to the, um, to get to those two issues. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's just jump straight in to and Peter Parker, Spectacular yeah. Spider Man, and it is issue twenty. Is it twenty seven? It's it's twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. Um, Still only thirty five cents. Marvel's yeah. TV sensation. Because oh. you remember, Spider Man is of course he's got his TV show. TV show. Him yeah. and the Hulk are the only ones that yeah. made it to the. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. And Daredevil. Had an appearance in the Hulk. Daredevil had an appearance in the Hulk TV movies, which came in the 90s, I believe, or the late 80s. Yeah. And he had an appearance where he was wearing the blackout. Yeah, he was. That's cool. I remember that. It was that. the Trial of the Hulk, I believe, that, that TV movie was called. So this issue was written by Bill, Bill Mantlo. Mantlo. Yes. And, John by, and drawn by a gentleman named Jim Mooney. Jim Mooney. And, great. A, and a fearless inker, Frank Springer. Springer, yeah. Do you know much about Bill Mantlo? I do. I know a lot about Bill Manlow. He's one of my favorite writers. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, um, he was very much, um, he was like the filling guy at Marvel for a long mm-hmm. time. I think he's one of the the writers that has written almost every comic yeah. at Marvel at some stage. Right. Um, yeah, I know we've talked about him mm-hmm. when he did his Daredevil issue. Yeah, he's a, mm-hmm. he's a great, great writer. I really like him. Him, um, I've, I've gone through my list of my like the writers that I grew up reading. He's mm-hmm. one of them. So he created Rocky Raccoon. There you go. Yeah. All you kids out there who are loving yeah. the the, uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy movies, mm-hmm. that little raccoon is and, because uh, of him. And uh, he's still alive right now. He's still alive. He but was, uh, he was he in was, a bad bad Yeah, uh, he was accident. hit and run accident yeah. in the 90s maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the exact date. Um, where he was uh, inline skating, I believe, mm-hmm. um, in New York, and he was hit by a car. Um, and he's in... Uh, he's under permanent care. He, he gets uh, assisted living, so yeah, um, which has been going on. And there's been periods where he's hit it hard, and it's kind of nice that a bunch of uh, fans have rallied to uh, help fundraise and make his life more mm-hmm. comfortable. Um, but yeah, he's still alive at the moment. And uh, here he is. Here he is writing this, Mine eyes have seen the glory. And you know what? <clears throat> um when I saw this splash page, mm-hmm. I didn't notice it um, so much on the uh, on the cover, even though the cover says "Blinded by the Mass Marauder." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, page one: mm-hmm. the Mass Marauder is using his Opti blasts to blind Spider-Man. Yeah, is the Mass Marauder dead now? 
I did a little reading on this. <laughs> Mouse Marauder, you remember, was kicked out of his helicopter and fell into his... Uh, was it back in like 26? Daredevil. a long time ago. It was a ago. long yeah. time ago. Long, long time ago. And I don't know if you guys remember or not, you faithful listeners, but but both me and Jamie actually really liked the Mass Marauder. Mm-hmm. The Mass Marauder was one of the first people that I believed could be Daredevil's arch nemesis. Yeah. Because as we've talked about, Fantastic Four have Doctor Doom, X-Men have Magneto. You know, everyone's got an arch nemesis except for Daredevil. And uh, which right now he's starting to get into it. You know, Frank Miller's, you know, making Bullseye popular. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we got Kingpin coming, his true arch nemesis. But we actually thought the Mass Marauder, the way it was all set up, how he was, you know, kind of diving into, uh, you know, you know, control um, uh, Daredevil's mind by, you know, manipulating him, making him do things mm-hmm. and, and, you know, finding his weaknesses and stuff. Yeah. This was the guy. Yeah. And then he got killed. Yeah. He was, uh, you remember, he, he also teamed up with Stiltman um, mm-hmm. when he died. He also teamed up with Gla- the Gladiator. Gladiator. Uh-huh. Um, part of his thing was that he wanted to be the head of the Magia, mm-hmm. and he was the building manager. He believed that Foggy was Daredevil, because at that point, Foggy was bragging that he was Daredevil to everyone. So, he, I mean, he goes back to, like, issue, what was that, issue eight or nine? Yeah. Um, and he, he appeared to fall out of a helicopter, um, when Daredevil did one of his quickest changes ever, where he swung, he fell out as Matt and came back as Daredevil. He ended up getting caught in the, the, the in force that, shield. That force shield, yeah. yeah. And what happens is that he revealed that it was actually a teleportation. Of course it was teleportation. Yeah, it was pretty lame how they brought him back. He teleported somewhere else and he became... Who brought him back? Was it in was it He in just Spider-Man? teleported to another corner. I think it was Spider-Man. It might be Spider-Man... Um, I always want to say Iron Man, but I don't think it was Iron Man. I think yeah. it was Spider-Man. I think he's been bothering Spider-Man for a while now. Well, we find out very quickly that the Masked Marauder is back to a lot of mm-hmm. his old tricks. Um, he actually is the leader of the Magia now, yeah. which is kind of cool. So he ultimately, he, he ended up getting what he wanted to wanted to get, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, he's made it. He's made it, but he's still yeah. not happy. He's been fighting the werewolf. He's been in werewolf by night as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's blinded. Uh, yeah, Peter Parker or Spider Man. Spider Man is blind. Yeah, from these and blasts. he's fighting the Tri Man. Is that who this guy is? Is that uh, is that the Tri Man? He's the android dude. He's um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, what's it? It is Tri Man. Tri Man. Yeah. yeah, I said it last time for the anime. Yeah, but. yeah. You were calling him Tri Man, but yeah. And if you guys remember, Tri Man has already been in a couple of uh, Daredevil issues. 16, 17. Yeah, way or? way back in uh, way back in the day, and uh, he's this android that's got superpowers yeah. but now he, he teleported had, daredevil and uh gladiator to the arena didn't he? yes he, he did um but uh the tri-man um he he's called tri-man because he can actually take three different forms yeah he can mutate his body yeah uh, which is kind of interesting he can turn into a bird right so the mass marauder blinds dared our um Spider-Man and uh, ends up, you know, Spider-Man survives by, yeah. you know, his spider senses help him out a little bit. But yeah. but what the reason why he lives is because uh, we find out that the cops are coming. And uh, so Mask Marauder's like, all right, we'll g- I'll get revenge on you later, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's more important for me to steal all this money because yeah. they're, they're in a bank. We've got bigger yeah, plans. Yeah, we got bigger plans. I can't waste my time killing you, which, yeah. is, which is the number one mistake the villains always do. Yeah. Um, saving the killing for later. That's a hide thing, too. Um, yeah. So uh, they take all the money and they, they use the. And they you remember leave. the hydraulic? Uh, I tunnel. know. That's what I thought was so cool. They brought that back. Yeah. Yeah. He had that vehicle that was like a semi truck yeah. that had a hydraulic lift yeah. that would lift him up 
uh, that he like used a, to a, commit a crimes. Shoot, yeah, a, a shoot that fired him up. So he gets fired up with mm-hmm. the money into a helicopter yeah. and flies away. Yeah, the well, police see Spider Man and right. Like, well, hey, I just wanted to, uh, one thing. I wanted to. Oh, you already say he morphed into a bird. Yeah, yeah, he morphed into a bird. That's sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. Because at this point, uh, ev- uh, everyone thinks that Spider Man is bad. Thanks yeah. to J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Right. And uh, so he's on the run. They're going after Spider-Man, but uh, he's able to cover them up in his webbing and and get away. And I just want to say, so now we've got Spider-Man on rooftops blind, trying to get help from his spider senses a little bit, but but almost dying a few times. Yeah, it's great. He's sort of, he, yeah. he uses his senses to find out where things are. He swings and then he hits whatever he's swung yeah, he, he does. into. So he, he's, it's a lot of him sort of like slapsticking his way across town. Um, he's he's put a tracker on the Mars Marauder, um, and he's kind of thinking, I, I've got to find a way of, of yeah. getting there. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, he got the, the yeah, he the got the... Spider. You remember he has yeah. those little spider trackers yeah. that he sends. Um, I just want to say... Spider-Man does not handle being blind very well. No. He throws a lot of fits and gets very angry and he causes a, a, l- a lot of tantrums and destruction. He causes a lot of property damage yeah. on purpose yeah. <laughs> as well. And I'm like, you know, Peter Parker, maybe. Yeah, dude, come on. You, you've just cleared <laughs> yeah. your name, he says, at one point as well. And now they're blaming me for something else. So he's like always on the run from the police at this stage. One, um, one little side thing that's happening, a B storyline that happens in all three of these issues, which yeah. we're not going to spend very much time on because it doesn't really revolve around this story. Um, we find out that Peter Parker had proposed to Mary Jane. She uh, declined because she's too young. And Peter started dating this other redheaded lady. And uh, her name was... Um, mm, Mrs. Uh, Leeds? Uh, Betty Leeds? Betty Leeds. It was yeah. it was Betty Leeds. And in, in these next three issues, we have a run-in where Mary Jane and... and um, Betty Leeds are trying to check in on Peter, so they go to his apartment. You know, they meet her, his apartment manager. They have a little discussion. They decide that, like, you know, well, whatever, you know, like... Uh, we could we, be friends. We can be friends, you know. <laughs> um, and then there's some bad guy that is uh, lurking in the shadows in Peter Parker's yeah. apartment waiting for him the to come Carrion. home. His name is called Carrion. But that's really all we need to talk about for yeah. that part. Um, Spider-Man's stumbling along, walking along. He sprained his ankle, so he's kind of like, I'm blind, I've sprained my ankle, this is the worst day ever. That is a terrible recipe for for walking along rooftops, to yeah. have a sprained ankle and to be blind. You can stick to things, buddy. Yeah. Um, there's a, a police, I like that there's this one panel that's great where um, the police, uh, there's a police radio in a car that says where there's an APB, all, all points bulletin for Spider-Man suspecting the robbery of the city court building earlier this morning. And there's these two two kids. Um, one of them's wearing a Puerto Rico shirt, so I wonder if it's like a sort of you know Hispanic neighborhood or something. And one of them says, "Wow, did you hear that? You think Spider-Man's a criminal?" And he goes, "Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's not my problem." Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> there's also a, a a billboard up that says, "Watch the Incredible Hulk on CBS TV." I was going to ask you that question. Yeah, Jamie. I thought you might. I thought I'd get that in early to take <laughs> care of that. <laughs> what channel was the, the Hulk on? I think CBS. I was going to ask you what channel uh, Spider-Man was on because it was not CBS. Uh, uh, Fox, NBC. No, ABC. I think it was NBC. Yeah, wasn't NBC, it? NBC. Yeah. <clears throat> Fox wasn't around then. Never mind. No. Sorry. I wish they weren't around now. Um, the So while that's going on, Daredevil is swinging by and he's like, Spider-Man, he's not a criminal. I don't care what they say. He's, uh, he's a good guy. We have a really random little section where in the South Bronx, 
um, what is this guy's name? Is it White White Tiger? It's White Tiger, <clears throat> yeah. Who you remember from the Human Fly issue? Uh huh. <clears throat> who is? Oh, I think he's going to college with Pete yeah. as an E or something. Yeah, which is what. And White say. Tiger is a superhero that doesn't even really want to be a superhero. Yeah, he doesn't want to be, but then he's. Uh, I, I think he uh, from from this last issue, or when we talked about the Human Fly to this one, yeah. that might have changed a little bit. Yeah, because his girlfriend or the person that he's trying to court. Um, is mad that he's choosing. He's, he's got. He's messing up his schooling because he's, he's been going do, out all night playing. So superhero. I feel like the vigilantism <clears throat> has started to uh, yeah. kind of take him over. Yeah, we have a little appearance by Flash Thompson. Uh, if that, yeah. yeah, it is. It is Flash, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, uh, he's friends with Pete at this moment. I always forget that they become friends for a little bit when they graduate from high school. Yeah. Um, and then while this is all, got, there's all this like life story. Peter's life is going on around him. While this is going on, he's still stumbling along a rooftop. Like I can't see. I can't see. His spider sense goes off, and Daredevil <laughs> swings by. He's like, "Hey, you! Yeah, hey, you!" <laughs> and, and he starts to fall off of the roof. Enough that he falls and it's funny because Daredevil <clears throat> notices right away. Uh, he's falling off the roof. Why isn't he using his webbing to save yeah. himself? And then he does at just the nick of time, and luckily the webbing catches just the corner of the uh, the roof. They're calling yeah, the a cornice. Yeah, a, a cornice. Never heard of that before. Uh, a crumbling cornice, which yeah. I guess is a corner of a roof, and uh, it ends up crumbling off. And uh, he starts to fall. So Daredevil swings down, and there's a great moment of Daredevil. Um, saving Spider-Man before he hits the ground yeah, and bringing him. him back up to the rooftop. And, and the best part is is uh, a Spider-Man is just backing up and then trips and falls into a cage of birds. Yeah, he falls into a pigeon cause, coop. Because everyone knows that all rooftops have pigeon coops on top. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he gets there and he's uh, seconds later on the roof, like he said, and he says, you're Daredevil, you must be. And he's like, what gave it away? Is it the crimson costume with a double D on the chest or my sunny personality? And he says, it was your voice I recognize. And, and Daredevil's like, your voice? Hang on. You're blind. You're blind, buddy. What's going wrong? <laughs> Uh, that that takes us to uh, issue twenty seven, and what's great with it's all the, the, the blind leading the blind, yeah. And, and, and before, and before <sighs> which was used for the Fantastic Four, it, it was before we get. This is where Frank Miller takes it. Before we get into to issue, I just think it's funny that like Daredevil throughout the next two issues does not talk about like blindness at all no. in terms of thinking. Man, he never once says. I'm blind and I can handle it. Yeah. He he never uses it as uh, as like a as he just thinks it's, he 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 doesn't think that Spider-Man should be tougher for being blind. He understands the diff- that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He understands how difficult it is being blind. Yeah. But he never like makes fun of Spider-Man for it. He never tells Spider-Man you yeah, need to shape up. He never says man up or anything. Yeah. Like yeah. That. He's like, which I've I got to help this guy. Which I thought was pretty which was pretty cool and honorable of him to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Espe- especially coming from a blind superhero. Yeah. So anyway, so Bill Mantlo is still writing this one. Uh, this is part two of the three-parter, uh, The Blind Leading the Blind, and uh, we got Frank Miller drawing it with a different inker. Uh, Frank Springer is inking it. Jamie, did you notice how the artwork looked a little bit different with a different inker? Yeah, absolutely. I, I noticed it. I felt like uh, Klaus, uh, He his inking is kind of more, it keeps uh, um, Frank Miller's, lines kind of the way that he draws them and i feel like frank springer cleaned up the penciling yeah and made it more traditional like where you know frank miller might use several lines to form the curve of the back Mm -hmm. 
so he would use one thick, uh, yeah. thick uh, ink mark yep. to curve it instead of following the lines. Yep. That's why Frank Miller and Claus are like. There's a Johnson. synergy there. That, the, yeah, that they, they, their style's perfect together. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's that there is one image in this this two part that is a classic Daredevil image, which I think really, you know, it's kind of exciting when you when I first saw it, I was like, oh wow, he's really, you know, this was the first time he's been drawing him. Um, that he's doing great work, but it's it's interesting. We jump straight. We we kind of go into the story and it's it forget. I don't know if the chicken coop thing happened or the sorry the the pigeon coop thing happened and then they're they're going somewhere else and he's falling off another rooftop. But <laughs> it cuts to um, Spider Man falling. Daredevil catches him again and they and they kind of work together. Um, Daredevil sort of saying, you know, I'll aim the web shooter and then when he does it, Spider Man's like, yay, whoopee, I can do it. I'm gonna do it. And he's like, this guy's, I've got I've got to remember that he's gonna be you know, too show-offy. I've got to try and bring him back in and he keeps hitting walls and hitting you things. You know, that has to be an ultimate low for Spider-Man that somebody else has to take his wrist and yeah. shoot his web shooter out so that way he can have it yeah. land on something. So Daredevil has to catch him a few more times. When this happens, he gets angry, of course, and he starts, like, hitting things. Like he said, there's a lot of property damage. Um, Daredevil kind of tries to calm him down and says, look, I can, I can help. I know someone that can help. We have a very brief little flashback to Daredevil, probably the first time Frank Miller's drawn his origin. Um, won't be the last. No. And uh, he phones up a friend of his, an um, um, ophthalmologist, um, eye doctor called Dr. Orlock. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm, so, I'm amazed he didn't become a villain with a kind of scary, the the, or, the ophthalmologist. <laughs> um <laughs> Maybe because of that, he is a is a great. He looks like a Walter Matthau almost. Um, yeah. So he says, like, "I want you to help out this guy." Uh, we have another quick brief yeah. cut back to uh, it. Look, it, it's very. I don't know if you noticed this, but it almost looks like Frank Miller's doing like a Steve Ditko run um, mm. style on this. Like the, the especially this sequence where uh, Betty and Mary Jane are talking. It's all very um, Ditko esque. Um, and you know, the, the carrion is there, blah, blah, blah. We all go through that. They get to the eye doctors late. It's funny. Yeah. Cause they're waiting there. Daredevil yeah. and Spider-Man show up late, but I love how to keep Spider-Man's secret identity, he puts webbing over his mouth, yeah. but you can see his eyes. You can see his, his hair. Uh, you his can see hair. everything. It's just the mouth is covered. Yeah. I think it's weird because they phone up this guy and says like, you've got to help us. And he cancels all of these appointments. So he's, he's taking a financial hit to help these guys. Yeah. And then they say, I decided to wait until nightfall. Yeah. He could have said, we're going to come at nightfall. Yeah, I know. So that way he, he could have kept all of his appointments. It's a bit of a, I mean, come on, guys. Sometimes superheroes don't think about, you selfish. know. Selfish. Yeah, they are a little selfish. They are a little selfish. So uh, Daredevil um, brings he, in Spider-Man. They lay him down. Yeah. And the doctor looks at his eyes. And this is the key. Because oh, we didn't say this, but when the mass marauder ended up zapping him yeah. at the start of the last issue, he said, "He said permanent, buddy. This is permanent. Your yeah. eyes are gone. Yeah. Well, be maybe be and I and Daredevil kind of alludes to this, but maybe because he's Spider Man and he has some type of healing, a little bit of a healing ability. Yeah, his eyesight will come back. The optic nerves are healing themselves, and that's what the doctor is able to tell him. Yeah, he says so I they, don't know when, but the, so they this look guy like literally does nothing to fix the problem to help him, other than give him a pat on the back and say, 
you'll be okay. It's, yeah. it's going to heal over time. Yeah. So, so which, is, which is what the, usually happens when you go to the doctor yeah, with exactly. an injury. They're like, just give it time. <laughs> so Spider-Man smashes a desk because he trips over his ankle. He says, I've got to go. I can find the mouse marauder. I've got the tracker on him. Peter Parker does not have very much money. He cannot be smashing <clears throat> You can't desks, be going into no. places, especially people who are helping you. Daredevil yeah. is paying for all this, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, he's just about to reveal that he is Peter Parker to Daredevil. They're up on a roof. Yeah, I know. It was cool because he puts his mask back on and he's like, you know what? I need to tell him yeah, just, in, just ca- in case something happens. In case something happens to me and I die, I need people to know. And then he decides, you know what? I actually, he chickens out. I'm not going to tell you who I am because if uh, if I die, then, you know, they'll take off my mask and figure it out at that point. Yeah. So he says, okay, let's go. And he's about to go off the roof and he says, hang on a second. You're Stop being morbid. Stop walking off roofs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> silly man. Yes. Um, we cut to the Masked Marauder and he's there with his Tri-Man and he's sort of revealing some of his plan, which is that the Tri-Man can become a, a weapon and he's going to send it over the city to blackmail the city. Uh, he doesn't notice that the track is there. Daredevil says, you know, he's thinking, I can use my senses to pick up this tracker, but I want Spider-Man to I know, I, be confident. That's the thing. That's what I really liked about Daredevil's character in this issue. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about the fact that he never like tells him to man up or toughen up, yeah. and he can figure out where, uh, you know, where uh, the mass marauder is yeah. easier than Spider-Man can, but he's like, I'm going to let Spider-Man do this because I need Spider-Man to get his, you know, his mojo back. Yeah. So they're doing that, and then they get to a building, and they say, okay, I think it's this building, and, and Spider-Man says, you know, I'm going to sit this one out, you better go and do it, I'll wait here, and he says, nah, that's not going to happen. He grabs Spider-Man by the waist, and they and they both swing over and smash through. Um, meanwhile, the Master Marauder is talking to the mayor, and he's saying that you have to give us, I don't know, is there a certain amount? He says... Um um, I'm supposed to have some earth-shattering reason to come. Uh, and he goes, do, 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 do. yeah, there was a certain amount. Um, yeah. He's going to, uh, it's kind of crazy. He no, says, he's supposed to give them all in New York. Yeah, he says, I want Th- New that's York. That's what it is. I, yeah, in order for him to pretty much save the world, yeah, or, or to spare the world, he needs to have control over um, New York. Pretty yeah. much increase the uh, the land of the, the Magia. Yeah. And so he's, he's, he says, you know, the Tri-Man is humanoid. He can turn into a bird, but he's also armed with a payload of plutonium, which we hijacked last week in Jersey. And uh, it, this will, this bomb droid uh, will will level the financial capital of the world, um, which will make Hiroshima and Nagasaki pale in comparison. So yeah. it's, it's that idea of taking out the financial district. Um, mm-hmm. While this is going on, uh, Daredevil smashes in, kicks someone in the face nicely. Um, they have a bit of a fight. The bird flies off, the bomb bird, the bomb droid. Now, we should point out, uh, Spider-Man stayed outside. Yeah. He didn't come in. And no. um, so while Daredevil is fighting the goons, um, the Tri-Man, in the rocket bird form, um, uh, he is he still he has all the bombs in him, mm-hmm. but he's not triggered yet. No. But he's got the bombs in him. So he jets out. Yeah. Spider-Man can sense this. And that's one thing I want to say, too, is that Spider-Man's senses through here are starting to strengthen and to, and to kind of counterbalance his blindness. Yeah. Kind of similar to how Daredevil's senses did for his blindness. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man's super senses, because he has super senses as well, specifically his spider sense that warns him of trouble, mm-hmm. is starting to heighten as well. So, uh, Spider-Man is able to dodge it, yeah, 
and uh, that's where we leave from this from this issue, taking yeah. us to issue twenty eight, and it starts with um, Spider Man realizing that this this rocket in the air, there's mm-hmm. got to be something bad with this, so. Yeah. I'm going to try to stop it. So he shoots his webbing and miraculously enough is able to catch onto the rocket. Yeah, a combination that, of good hearing and spider yeah. sense. Has and guided his and shot. so he's going for a ride. So imagine a rocket going through the air with Spider Man dangling behind it. Yeah. So the, the, the Spider Man's being dragged by a, a bomb bird. Mm-hmm. bomb and bird. Daredevil's fighting a bunch of guys with cutlasses and trying to get to the Master Marauder who has the detonator or he has the uh, the trigger. The I trigger, guess. yeah. Um, the mayor's watching this on TV because <laughs> the, the TV broadcast is still up. There's a great, there's a couple of great sequences here where he's fighting and he, he's, you know, it's doing the thing of Daredevil jumping and avoiding things while so you multiple Daredevils to show them the motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes out the light hat, the lights, the light switch, and is able to punch a bunch of people. And the Mask Marauder thinks uh, he must have uh, infrared lenses like me, which means that he isn't blind in this in this dark place. Um, and then he says, "Well, that doesn't matter. I'll soon stop him." And of course, he blasts him. He blasts him in the full in the face with his optic nerve optic blasts to make him blind and Daredevil does his thing of like yeah whatever dude <laughs> yeah, I'll pretend whatever. I'm blind for a little bit uh, meanwhile Spider-Man has worked his way onto the to the bird bomb and it's flying up and up and up and going towards uh, it's above 6th Avenue at the moment it's getting closer to Wall Street mm-hmm. and uh, he uses his senses to feel he, he senses that it's ticking like a bomb and he can sense a load of stuff and uh Daredevil and the Marauder are fighting. He's throwing his billy club around. He takes out the 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 mask of the Mask Marauder, um, and we see it's Farnham. We actually see it's Farnham at this point. He actually says, "Farnham, what is wrong with you?" or something. Mm-hmm. He shouts out his name, and uh, he grabs. He, he sets off the. He he presses the detonator. What is this going on? But while this is happening, Spider Man's using his strength to tear open the bird. Such bomb. a great. Like th- th- this is my favorite page yeah. from 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 the two parts that uh, uh, Frank Miller's doing, mm-hmm. and it's like the power that Spider Man has yeah. being able to rip open this metal android yeah. that's supposed to be pretty solid, yeah. and uh, and because Spider Man he can't see, he doesn't know what's going on, and yeah. he's like, I have, I need to do this. Yeah. I got some feeling telling me to do it. And I hope this helps what's yeah. going on. But he literally takes a chunk of the rocket off. And when he does that, that makes it so the trigger that the mass marauder has yeah, it kills doesn't work. It, yeah. it kills it so it doesn't work. So now it's just a bomb yeah. that does that he can't trigger at any point that uh, that he wants to. Yeah. I love the the his reaction to it is that did something. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on that and uh, Farnham's pressing the button and going, why isn't this working? Mm-hmm. Daredevil knocks Farnham out and yeah. then he says, you know, if anything has happened to Spider-Man, I'm coming back for you. Then there's a great silhouette of Daredevil oh, in the classic I Miller. this one. I, th- this is a famous image. Yeah. It's a good one, yeah. Yeah, and it's really great. It's the it's the silhouette with the DD. It's Maze the first there. time he drew D, uh, Daredevil with the DD, uh, well, mm-hmm. he silhouetted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. while this is happening... Spider-Man is trying to glide the bird, the bomb bird, through yeah. town. Um, he goes through, is that, um, what do you call it, um, Times Square, it looks like, almost? Yeah, um, probably, because it's got big billboards yeah. and all that. So he goes flying through, and everyone says, hey, Spider-Man, he's trying to kill us, he's insane. And then one person says, no, I think he's trying to save us. It's like, well, that's good, at least one person's perceptive. <laughs> um, and he gets it out to Central Park, and he, he flies it into a wall, it crashes into a wall, 
Um, now, this I mean, is a part that's a little interesting to me. So when Spider-Man ripped off the part of the, the Tri-Man uh, rocket and uh, made it so the detonator wouldn't work, yeah. isn't it still filled up with the plutonium explosives? Yeah, but it wouldn't trigger. I think he took out the trigger, the firing pin or whatever it is, the thing that, that will... Yeah, but Plutonium itself is an explosive. It's just radioactive. So it needs something to initiate yeah, it. Needs it. A, it needs an ignition. An electrical one. I don't know if it has to be. It can be. Well, I'm saying because crashing into stone wouldn't... No, I don't think. I don't okay. think there's a like, kinetic energy or whatever that would be. Okay. Be if there's any chemists or um, nuclear physicists Listen, out there to... That's a third of our audience. I'm sure someone's going to... Yeah. If one of you one of you fine people could uh, yeah, yeah. put us straight... Uh, yeah. There's a great Let bit where know. Spider-Man lands and he says, uh, I can almost pinpoint their position, the position of the police that surrounded me from their heartbeat. So his senses are really picking up and he says, mm-hmm. it's like having a TV cop show translated into brow. <laughs> um, just as he's about to be arrested, the billy club comes down and Daredevil's there and he says, hold on guys, back off. Yeah, I'll explain later. He hasn't been terrorizing anyone. He's coming with me. You're probably going to get a radio call any second to tell you that uh, the Mass Marauder and yeah. the, the Magia are all up in a penthouse. You better go and sort those out. And as he's reaching, as Daredevil's reaching for Spider-Man's hand, Dead, uh, Spider-Man's vision starts, starts to come. His eyesight starts to return. So the rest of the issue, that's pretty much where it ends. The rest of the yeah. issue we don't really need to spend time talking about because it no. doesn't have anything to do with the story. Peter no. Parker just ends up going to a library and and the guy, or he goes to his house and he, his apartment finds out it's that it's trash. To pieces, yeah. And then he ends up going to a library and that person's waiting for him there. This person, he's called the... Clarion the or Clarion or whatever he is. And yeah. knows that he's, he's a, a Spider-Man, so they fight and then that's where it ends. Yeah. Um, so we went over the Daredevil part. Don't need yeah. to waste time with Spider-Man. And we're going to go... We're, this is a, a short episode because it's a, it's just getting through these things. There's another little Daredevil uh, storyline that he's in Avengers 191, uh, yeah. 191.91. This actually had some cool moments in it. It had some cool moments. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, I mean, I can't remember the number of the last Avenger uh, comic book that we went over that Daredevil made a guest appearance in. Mm-hmm. But this one, um, the lineup's changed a little bit. Yeah, I think it was 150-something. Yeah. I remember. Uh, uh, now we're on to 190. Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, great cover, by the way. Mm, yeah. I love, like, the Black Manta-looking, um, like, gigantic, uh, like, metal uh, stone. The uh, stone creature, creature from space. From space. Uh, uh, just, de- like, looks like he's devouring the Avengers. But yeah. So the lineup now, the Avengers uh, before consisted of um, ca- uh, not even Iron Man. It was, it was Captain America... Beast, Hercules, and uh, Black Widow. Yeah, it was those. That four. was in his own comic where they came to the. Um, they yeah, came to the the bed. So now we've got Iron Man. He's back, and he's uh-huh. he's technically leading the Avengers. Yeah, at this point, we also have Captain America. We've got Falcon. Yep. We got Scarlet Witch, uh-huh. Vision, mm-hmm. Beast, Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, and Wasp. Yeah. So it's a lot of uh, a lot of new people. Yeah. And they're uh, a lot of uh, power, yeah. Characters, yeah. And you've got you got uh, uh, eight characters and uh, three are women, yeah, which is cool, yeah. Um, so it's called Hearthstone. There's this great, there's this great sequence where this asteroid is coming to Earth and it lands, and there's um, the uh, what do you call it when the di- they're, when the di- or the, the story's being told uh, in text, but it's not being spoken uh, by the characters, the the. What is that called? <laughs> um, you, you, you know what I mean. Like it's just like 
It's just caption boxes. Caption boxes that. that's telling a story yeah. where it's not it's not the um, creature not dialogue. T- it's not it's dialogue. It's just the writer telling pro. the story. Yeah, pro. Okay. So anyway, so the asteroid hits the ground, uh-huh. and it's just I really like it. it's a nine panel. Yeah. Um, all the they all look this. They're all the same size. It's just story being told of what's happening. Yeah. And you had this creature just like coming out of the swamp. Yeah, kind of like a, it looks almost techno-organic. It's like yeah. a weird uh, looking thing. It's uh, the the uh, the artist on this who is uh, the storyteller as well, I guess, is uh, John Byrne. Um, Stephen Grant is the scripter. Um, and John Byrne is great at drawing these sort of things. He, he's, uh, you know, it's a, a nine panel grid shows this and it's got, almost looks like an old horror comic mm-hmm. um, and it has a real, could be if you saw this and you said, what, "What comic is this from?" You would have no idea. You'd have no idea. Yeah. And I love you can't really see his arms in this no. uh, in these panels, although you can see him in the cover. But it's it's like he's got so much weight on his back, yeah. and it, it's he's slouching as he walks, and his arms come up. He doesn't have hands. Yeah, it's he like says like blunt. Yeah, it's just like slabs yeah. of concrete, or and something. his face looks just like Black Manta. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he's um, we cut to uh, downtown Manhattan, and a a nice car pulls up, a um, uh, Rolls Royce or something it looks like, and out step uh, Matthew Murdoch and his clients, the Avengers, mm-hmm. who you went through the the roster, mm-hmm. and they're uh, going in for a special. I don't know if it's a special meeting or um, it's not a it's not an actual hearing. We find no. out, but it's it's um, like I think I mentioned at the beginning. Um, the Avengers are going to lose their um, their security their clearance, security clearance. Mm-hmm. and this the whole point of this is to de- determine whether or not they deserve to continue to have the security clearance yeah. because the Avengers like to do things their own way. They don't yeah. really follow the rules; they kind of make the rules. Yeah, and some people aren't happy with that. Yeah, is this Gyric Gyric Gyric? I have no idea. Is this <laughs> um, is he in the movies? Is this the guy that that uh, Martin Freeman plays? I'm going to look that up. I think it is, isn't it? Well, while uh, my uh, podcast colleague here is looking that up, um, we find out that the news is reporting this and they weren't supposed to be reporting. It was supposed to be like a secret hearing to discuss it. But obviously, you know, somebody let the word out. Yeah. Um, And meanwhile, this creature that that had landed in the swamp, we find out that it has a brain and we find out that it's on its way somewhere and it knows where it's going, but it doesn't reveal where that place is. Yeah. So he's making his way through the subway, uh, through uh, tunnels and stuff. And he, and people are trying to stop. Like we have police trying to stop him and the police are, are getting knocked to the ground. And I'd say he, he's bigger than the Hulk. He's probably 20 feet tall. Yeah. Maybe actually 30 feet tall, but only 20 because he slouches over. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just this huge creature that's just kind of going through. And he, and uh, so before we cut back to the, um, uh, to the courtroom, we find out he just goes into a tunnel um, heading towards Manhattan. And it's funny because, like, well, I guess not funny, it's just, it's, it's very clever that, that they, they're using so much story to talk about what's going on with this creature, but not story to talk about what's going on with the Avengers. Yeah. The only time you, you hear story or you read the story is when it's this creature walking and going places and doing things. And I think it's because they didn't want it to make it seem like the creature g- give a, give a clue to who the creature actually. Yeah, they was. didn't want it to be too humanoid and yeah. too. 
Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because there is a reveal. Um, Guy, I just did a look. Guy wasn't actually in... Um, that, that's Ross, who What's-His-Face plays, uh, mm. Martin Freeman. Guy has appeared in X-Men uh, animated series and um, he's popped up in a couple of other things, but it's not him. He was in the first X-Men. He was played by Matthew Sharp. Uh, he was a antagonist alongside Bolivia Trask with the Sentinels. In the film, he's an assistant to Senator Robert Kelly. Um, so yeah, he's he's made that appearance, but it's this is around. this is him just basically being a thorn in the side of the Avengers and um, uh, Matt's defending them, trying to keep their clearance. Um, oh, is Matt there? I can't remember if he's there. Matt is there. He doesn't speak at all. Yeah, he doesn't, does he? He doesn't um, say a word. He's no, just sitting there. You, but I keep what, getting him mixed up with Garrick because Garrick's uh, yeah, presented as being a redhead with yeah, glasses. He, yeah, he's got redhead with glasses. I know yeah. it was confusing at first because yeah. I thought that was Matt. Not that John Byrne draws every face identically, but yeah. But, but anyway, so we get a nice little piece where um, you know, the, in the in the defend in the Avengers' defense, they talk about all the good that they've done. Yeah, and then um, you've got you know the guy who looks like um, Matt Murdock a little bit, and I can't pronounce. How do you say Gyric? Gyric. Mm-hmm. So Gyric is now explaining to everybody why the Avengers should not have the clearance, and then he brings in his first witness, or not witness. Um, yeah, I guess his first witness, which is somebody who works for the Supreme Headquarters International Espionage Law Enforcement Division, as everybody here knows, is uh, Shield. Shield. Yes. And uh, this makes the Avengers a little bit uneasy. Mm-hmm. I guess they're they're uh, you know them and Shield don't have the best uh, relationship right now. Yeah. Potentially, I guess. This is Le- Lieutenant Stanford. Yeah. So anyway, so he starts to say some gibberish about you know why the Avengers should lose it, and this makes the Avengers mad. You know, Captain America's trying to keep everyone calm. You got yeah. Falcon and, and, you know, being upset, saying, this is ridiculous. We help you guys out, you know, yeah. da 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 saying you should let your yeah. lawyer speak for you before you get into trouble. Right. And uh, uh, this is going on when uh, we, we cut back to the uh, the number two line on the Manhattan side of the East River. And the creature is coming out and they're trying to stop it. They're shooting at it, but nothing's really stopping it. Yeah, and, oh, I love this. Shrugging off forty-four Magnum uh, shells. I tell you right now, like like this issue, I, I was a little disappointed with who the creature ended up being. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's totally cool. Yeah, but we'll we'll get there. So anyway, so the creature is just you know like knocking cops over, destroying yeah. buildings, and it's just it, it, the bullets are doing nothing. It's pretty cool. We we yeah. go back to the courtroom. We get some more talking, but then all of a sudden, Iron Man gets a call from Jarvis. Yeah, he's picking up an emergency mm-hmm. signal and Jarvis calls in and says there's something happening. There's some unstoppable stone creature is rampaging through downtown, the downtown area. And it's fantastic for out of town. Mm-hmm. It's up to the Avengers that have to do it. Yep. And and it's funny because Gurick is like, uh, hold on, how do we know this is even real? And yeah, then this someone's is a trick. Like, someone's like, uh, it's all over the news. And Gurick's like, fine, but this is going to end. <laughs> and then Beast, this is where Beast like totally, totally pulls an awesome move. He's like, uh, hold on, guys. Let, let's not go. Let's wait here. Let's just let the cops do it. Yeah. And he actually takes and breaks off, snaps off a chair, a, a chair leg, leg and hands it to Gear. Table leg, the table leg. And he hands it to Garrick. It's like, here you go. And here then Garrick realizes like this, the whole scope of this whole situation is like, 
uh, you know what? All right, fine. Go ahead and go, Avengers. The world yeah. needs you. But this isn't over. And then yeah. Beast is like, ha ha, he's swinging out. And, <laughs> yeah. and then they go. And then at that point, we find out that Matt Murdock was in there the whole time yeah. listening. He Somehow sne- the table's still standing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he sneaks into the closet and yeah. changes his clothes. He does. And uh, tracks down the Avengers who are fighting this Beast. And I absolutely love this battle. One of my favorite battles I, I, I've read thus far was since I've been reading these early comics because we're so used to superheroes not fighting together. When, yeah. when we read Daredevil, like when he teams up with Spider-Man or whoever, it's usually one fights, then the other one fights, but they never fight the same characters together. Yeah. This is literally all members of the Avengers taking this guy out. It yeah, is so awesome. Yeah, one person hits him so the next person can do something so the next person can do yeah, something. Yeah, it really it leads on. It's so this to this to this to this. Cool. Yeah. And it, it um so it ends with um um Vision and Iron Man because they refer to themselves as the two strongest members. Mhm. And they 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 punch it and the whole thing explodes. Yeah, they destroy into, the the creature yeah into rubble and then that's when daredevil lands and he's like hey hold on captain america be careful there's somebody iron man's reaching down to analyze to take Mm -hmm. some of it to analyze it and and daredevil senses something he says wait get away from there and they both come over he says there's something alive under that rubble and the rubble kind of comes to and reveals that it is the uh, gray gargoyle yes it is the gray gargoyle and the gray gargoyle turns them into stone turns both of them into stone Iron but Man a, a great, and Daredevil yeah the great reveal which I love in the next issue uh, 191 which we jump to which pretty much takes over from where this left off is that they've he's he's turned um uh, it's it's only his right hand, isn't it, that turns people to stone? I can never remember. The yeah, I, I don't know. He's got one hand yeah. that does it. Because yeah. he, he punches Falcon with his other hand. But the Daredevil and Iron Man are now stone. They're statues back to the Stone Age. And uh, uh, Grey Gargoyle says, I'm going to destroy you all. He gets into a little fight. Um, he takes out the Avengers pretty quickly, actually. Mm-hmm. And what's what's cool about this is like this is them not teaming up together to yeah, beat this him. Is they, them going one one, one by one. one. I mean, able he, to take him out. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, Iron Man was already out. Daredevil's yeah. out, and uh, he caught them off guard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he 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 hits pretty hard. It's funny because I guess the Gregor the Greg gargoyle's power as as we kind of learn his origin story as this issue goes along is he can hit with the power of stone yeah to me that doesn't seem that powerful no like like i don't think like hitting with the powerful the power i mean that's that's nothing that's just we could like test it out i could throw a stone at you well and I okay could throw jamie a piece I'm, of metal at you jamie i'm just i'm just a, a pitiful little human being i'm a innocent bystander I'm, you're like a level four power no than the I, level. I would be a two Wolver, <laughs> wolverine's a two there's no way i'm stronger than wolverine it, it was a, it was up to, it was up to 800 pounds is a two you can uh, if you can't lift your body weight, that's yeah. a one. Yeah. If you can lift your body weight up to eight hundred pounds, is a two. Mm-hmm. A three is I think eight hundred to a ton. A ton, and then a four is up to four tons. And yeah. Spider Man was a four. Yeah. Grey Gargo apparently is a four or. or well, he's got to be more than more than a four. Of, I want to look that up. Yeah. He, t- he makes <laughs> short work of the Avengers. He, he manages to knock out uh, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. which is a, a big move because she could probably take him out by herself. Um, and then and then flees. He runs away. It, the cool one. He takes care. Of, I like. I just want to point out how he takes care of Beast and Captain America. Oh, yeah. He uh, 
anything he touches turns to stone. He touches an awning turning into stone, yes. realizing that that's going to cause the awning to break because yeah. it's going to be too heavy, and it breaks and crumbles onto those two. I thought that was pretty yeah, neat. that's a nice touch. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, Falcon's bird, um, Redwing, is that its name? I do not know. <clears throat> it flies in and uh, knocks on the window of the Avengers uh, mansion. <laughs> While Jarvis is cooking dinner, While he's Jarvis like, boy, I hope I can cook enough food. The Avengers are going to be so hungry after this. I got to yeah. make sure I can make enough food. <laughs> and then we cut back to the scene. And this is this is the great part. The scene reveals where the Avengers are all, everyone's just smashed and unconscious. Miss Marvel comes to, there's an explosion where the wasp blasts out so that uh, Captain America and the Beast can climb out. Vision comes to, he's stuck halfway through a wall and he comes together. Uh, Scarlet Witch comes to, this is, this is my favorite part, is that they're going and they say, well, Daredevil and Iron Man are, made of stone now what do we do and iron man's like actually it's just my suit i'm in here <laughs> yeah i'm in here uh, yeah. I've got i got a, a bad nose itch <laughs> got a bad nose itch um daredevil is made of stone they um the gargoyle goes to his old home and there's a woman living there mm-hmm. um who looks a little bit like um uh, the, the the actress who played uh, lois lane what's her name Margaret Kidder. Margaret Kidder, yeah. So she's hanging out in this nice apartment and he's like, who's moved into my apartment? So he goes and goes, well, I uh, you get a, a nice reveal of his uh, origin. Yeah, he pretty much, he's a chemist and, and he, he creates this crazy potion yeah. serum that ends up landing on his hand and that's how he gets the hand. Oh, we know right here, it's his right hand. Because yeah. it lands on his right hand, which, yeah. which makes it, anything he touched turned to stone and then he realizes that by touching himself, it turns him into stone um, and also gives him the strength of that. And the whole reason why he's in, he went back to his old house was because he had hidden behind this a mirror. He had the, the, the components that he wants to augment his abilities by making him even stronger. Yeah. It's so he opens he, up yeah. the secret. Uh, uh, the Falcon's been following him as well, we should say. At this yes. Stage. Falcon he, was the only one yeah. he didn't defeat, and Falcon's yeah. been following him. Um, Greg, I always thought he was a Hulk villain, but he's a Thor villain, so that's funny. And Thor, apparently, uh, he, he's been missing for a while because Thor had sent him into space, and he'd finally made his way back. That's what that, that creature was. Yeah, was the that, ship. that's what I, I like that part. Like, he, he uh, uh, the Thor knocked him into something, and he used uh, his, he turned everything to stone all around him, and it made it like this big, like, cocoon almost yeah. and it was very sluggish and hard to move and that's why it looked like it had that bad posture yeah. but he actually when he beat when he beat uh, uh, when the Avengers beat him at the end of the first issue that we just talked about um, he he's like thank you guys you freed me you freed me from that cocoon yeah. that suit yeah so he goes to this apartment and he, he reveals the secret uh, chemical storage that he has behind this mirror, he presses mm-hmm. his button and reveals that it's been turned into a, a, a bar basically yeah. the woman's been storing a uh, bourbon Dom Perignon and uh, he says where are my chemicals and he gets kind of angry he says like, that's it I'm gonna <laughs> he's yeah. kind of disgusting he says I'm gonna crush your silly head into jelly and that's when Falcon that's when decides like, hold I'm on a second there buddy yeah I'm gonna come out of hiding and Falcon you know holds his own for a little bit mm-hmm. but ultimately he's yeah. about to be turned to stone yeah. he right? throws an ashtray at him that's turned into stone he, yeah. he hits him with a stone couch um, yeah uh, Red Wing is the, the bird's name he flies in and uh the Grey Gargoyle touches Red Wing. And turns is, him into stone. Turns I the know. poor bird into stone. Because Falcon was like, quick, Red Wing, go, uh, go warn the Avengers. Let them know yeah. where I'm at. We need help. And luckily, the Avengers were watching the news or something and found out that there was a whole bunch of cops being called to this yeah. big ruckus that was happening in this apartment. Yep. So they show up just in time. Captain Shield hits Grey Gargoyle. 
Goyle knocks him over. Yeah. And another great moment was, and 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 Scarlet Witch is even they talking about it. They work together, yeah. and that's how they're able to beat the Gray Gargoyle. Yeah. And I'd say it's Scarlet Witch puts the finishing move on it by doing some of her. She Scarlet, does a hex, a little hex. Yeah. And it makes him turn back to human form. Beast gets the final punch Beast in. knocks him out. And they win. And then we have a fun little epilogue where um, the uh, Avengers are Garrick, granted their yeah. security clearance again. Garrick says, you win this time. Yeah. And uh, wanders off into the sunset. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun little issue. I actually, I prefer the Avenger one over the Spider-Man one. And I think the thing yeah. that I didn't like so much about Spider-Man, it was still great. It, I still, you know, Frank Miller, it was fun seeing Frank mm-hmm. Miller's first start. Um, I just didn't like how Spider-Man was so whiny for being blind. Just wanted to smash everything. You would think that a human being would be like, you know, or not a human being. You would think a superhero who'd been fighting crime that long would realize the scope of the world, the mm-hmm. scope of what he does, all the good that that he did, that it wouldn't affect him so much. Yeah. Um, What's been interesting in reading Daredevil and then going back, I, re- I read, a, I, you know, I used to love Spider-Man. I had, was a reader of yeah. his for years. Going back have and reading... Read, have you read The Ultimate Spider-Man where Brian Michael Bendis puts him back in high school? No, I, I haven't read that. I, I've been wanting to read that. I have the Marvel app now, but I've been reading so much Daredevil. But yeah. once I get some time, I want to go back and I want to read... Because uh, my favorite Spider-Man is when he's in high school. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was no, just curious okay. if you read it. The The Ultimate stuff, uh, there's only a brief Daredevil thing. I think it's Electra, yeah. Ultimate Electra, and uh-huh. Daredevil pops up in that. So I, read I haven't the, really... Did you read The Ultimate Fantastic Four? No. It's great. It is? I, I think it's really fun. Okay. It, it, it's, it's very fun. It's a completely different take on the characters. Uh-huh. Like it's their origin again, which yeah. kind of ultimate was. It was like yeah. starting back at zero for everybody. Dr. Doom is different. It, it's it, it's pretty cool. Mm. You should read it. Yeah. I kind of feel like the movies are more ultimate than yeah. the original. Um, but anyway, uh, the yeah going back and reading, especially Spider-Man stuff, uh, having been a, an old fan of his and then going back and reading stuff after reading Daredevil, you realize he is kind of a whiny character a lot of the time. The writers mm-hmm. really do. He's, he's in a monologue in a lot. He's complaining, complaining. So, um, Yeah, this is a nice short one. Just mm-hmm. to, you know, We spoke so much about Frank Miller on the last episode. We're going to just take this. This is a little breather before we dive more into building the Frank Miller Daredevil world. So the next uh, episode we're going to do is going to be uh, quite a bit of Mr. Miller, um, I will bring up the list. I'm so sorry. While uh, you're bringing up the list, Jamie, I actually have a question for you. Let me hear it. I have a question for you. So while the Avengers are in court, yeah, can you name two out of the three villains that they were fighting when examples were given of times they've saved the Earth? Ooh, they give three. There are three panels. Each yeah. one is a tidbit of the, of something that they did to save the the Earth. Can you name two out of the three villains that they were able to take down? Mm, no, I can't. I'm going to guess. Yeah, because it's the Avengers. Kang. No. Dang. Um. Ultron. Correct. That's one. Uh huh. And I got one more guess right, and then it's all over. Yeah. Um. Red Skull? No. So, um, Egghead. Okay. (laughs) I know. It says, says, when the criminal genius Egghead threatened the Earth with an orbital death ray, Mm -hmm. the Avengers stopped him. Thank God. Then there was Ultron. It was, Uh uh, they prevented a holocaust when the mad robot Ultron invaded the UN. Yeah. And the third one was Graviton. 
Wow. When Graviton threatened to drop his, fly, his flying island on New York. Oh, that's who the put a halt, second Avengers movie. Right I know. <laughs> who put a halt to his plans? It was the Avengers. Yeah, good work, Avengers. Yeah. If, only, if, if you weren't there, Egghead would have won. Um, so next episode, I'm not even going to give you a question because uh, you don't, you, you, I don't know. What, what station was Spider-Man? <laughs> what station? Oh, uh, we'll say NBC. I think it was NBC. Yeah, Hulk was on CBS. Though. Yeah. That know. was what I was going to ask you, but I'm uh, sorry. it's um, okay. So the next, next episode, we're going to be going back into, but we have a brief uh, issue 162, <laughs> um, which is a very random standalone uh, issue uh uh, which has uh, it's a it's Michael um, what's the uh, the writer's name uh, Fisher Michael Fisher writes it and it's Steve Ditko doing the artwork mm-hmm. um, very quick very brief standalone issue kind of a weird one but it's fun and then we go into um, more Frank Miller stuff there's a great one of my favorite covers which is Dead Over One Six Three which is the mm-hmm. Hulk yeah um, that's so, a good one yeah we're you, and then um, we're getting closer and closer to possibly an arch nemesis for our guy. We have another... Oh, I'm so excited. I don't think we quite get but, there But, yet. I mean, but Bullseye... No, to Ock, Bullseye's kind of a, you know... He, I think Daredevil has two arch nemesis. Because yeah. if, if you took a poll and you'd say, who is Daredevil's arch nemesis, I think it'd be almost a 50-50 split. Yeah. I really think so. Yeah. So we, we don't quite get there in the next episode, but the one after that we do. But mm-hmm. the next one is a bunch of... Uh, it's It's more of uh, Mr. Miller. And also in the next episode we're going to do a little fun thing at the beginning of it that Jamie doesn't know about yet mm. that uh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to put together so that way uh you have something to look forward to uh as a, as, as a little thing just a, a fun little thing because we're out of the uh the uh the 70s and we now hit the 80s. Oh nice. So it's going to it's just going to kind of cover um some of the the people or some of the bad guys in the 60s and the 70s. It's just a okay. fun, a fun little thing. All right, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. All right, excellent. Thank you all for listening. I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And, and we, we just, just did Daredevil. Daredevil.